0: what's good people and welcome to this episode of lead your legacy with me david elliott so on this particular type of episode we're going to be looking at a principle which i believe will help you with your personal and professional lives and this type of episode we're going to be calling legacy lessons it's called a lot more reflective for me because I get to reflect on how I've used that particular principle and hopefully that will give you some context in terms of how you can use each of these principles. So we're going to start with one of my favorites and it's a principle I learned from Simon Sinek. For those of you who don't know who Simon Sinek is, he is a, an academic anthropologist but more widely known as the writer of the book Start With Why which is about the principle of the golden circle and a lot of people who are millennials may have seen the video that went viral about, let's say, about five or six years ago talking about why millennials aren't exactly to blame for the way in which they are stereotyped or believed to be. Anyways, so this is what we're dubbing the simon sinek principle which is to start with why and the reason simon sinek says that this is a very very important principle is in the context of business he simply says people don't buy what you do they buy why you do it and what you do simply proves what you believe and for me that's always been or, or that was game-changing, life-changing in fact, to start with why, to think about who am I, what do people, what do I want to represent or portray when people see me or meet me and this got me to think about my values in a professional and personal context because that's what it com- comes down to. As Simon Sinek explains, it's like when you think about America you think of uh, freedom of speech. You think of capitalism. You think of freedom and the pursuit of happiness, right? These are things that I, these are values that are embedded into U.S. society. And he used the example of uh, Apple, thinking about innovation, simplicity, um, and so we need to think of ourselves in that way. And when I learned this and understood this, I thought about okay, professionally. What are the core values that I'm going to share with my teams? And even now, especially as a teacher, I've got the same values which are integrity, support, growth and unconditional love and respect. This is what my students and my team members can guarantee that they will get from me as best as I possibly can because I'm not perfect, right? but also that is what I will expect of them. That they will get on with the things that they need to get on with when no one's looking. That they will always strive to be the best at what they can do or what they're expected to do. Um, And if they need some help, they know that I will be more than willing to support them. And not only that, but they have to realize that as my team members or as my students, Growth is not optional, like, I want them to be better off for having met me than they were when they arrived. Even if they don't always see that that's going to be the case, especially when you've got to do disciplinary procedures with them, um, the whole point of that is that they will improve, that they will grow, that they will progress and that they will move forward towards either the best versions of themselves or towards a particular goal that they have in mind whether it be academic, personal, or professional. And then lastly, which is often the hardest one, is unconditional love and respect. Don't get it twisted. It's not always easy, simply because you don't always like everyone. I haven't liked everyone I've always managed. I haven't liked every student I've always taught. But the great thing that I like about, I guess from my standpoint as a Christian, is that the Bible doesn't necessarily say anything about liking anybody right i think i don't even think from what i understood stand from studying is that the uh, uh, there is no word for like in latin it doesn't exist at, at least in the frame in which we use it um which is kind of like love but uh, weird in between um and and it's not quite love if that makes sense anyways i'm digressing the point is is that my team, my students will know that everything I do will be with their best interests at heart and that even if I do for whatever reason, maybe I'm tired, sometimes hangry, um, I do lose. I wouldn't say lose actually but I'm not necessarily coming across the most caring or compassionate within that moment. They know that Or they can have faith in the fact that because I'm trying to give them that unconditional love and respect that I will apologize and I will do my best to to make it up to them. And not only that, but they should know that regardless of their grades, to a degree, regardless of their behavior or their performance, my sole purpose based on my values is to make sure that they know that they will get unconditional love and respect. And there have been cases with team members or students where you can just tell that they're not used to that kind of attitude that uh, as Corey Asbury put it that reckless type of love that it doesn't care how bad you were before how bad you are now the whole purpose is to make sure that you are cared for that you know you are cared for and that in some way shape or form you leave better for having met me than you were before. And the same kind of values, to a degree, work in my personal relationships. Um, I think the great thing that I did in my most recent relationship with the wonderful woman that I'm now engaged to is I explained to her what my values were from the beginning in terms of what she should expect from me because that's what I will bring to the table. Not that she should match it in terms of she has to have the same ones but she just so that she knows what she's going to be getting from me and those three were simple it was support acceptance and truth and the annoying thing is with these kinds of values is that you only really discover what they are when you reflect on the bad times whether it was at work or in your personal relationships in terms of what was it that you either didn't bring or that you had to fight for or that you felt was missing from the relationship either on your side or on their side and once you do this deep type of reflection you begin to realize the consistencies between who you are what you represent and sometimes what you required or what was missing or what the other person didn't understand or what even you didn't understand about yourself right because like Simon Sinek says people aren't going to buy into you whether you're a manager, teacher, leader, or even in your personal relationships, um, because they want to know why you do what you do, why you are who you are, right? And what you do simply proves what you believe. If you are somebody who is supportive, do you go out of your way to make sure that that person has everything that you can give them? support them with their dreams their aspirations or even in their times of need are you for example in my case accepting of this person in terms of who they are even the things that you don't like right and then once again going back to myself as as a as a manager like am i making sure that i continue to grow that i continue to learn about my students my teams and even just my profession and my uh, in terms of my expertise as a teacher or, or a manager right i need to make sure that i'm living out my values and when my teams my students my friends my family my fiance they see that they see that i have started off first and foremost with why why do i do what i do so that's the first principle the simon sinek principle of start with why i hope you've enjoyed this episode please feel free to leave a review and to share on app uh, with your friends family colleagues loved ones and above all please continue to lead your legacy thank you